Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Red Belt Report, the bi-weekly podcast where we talk about everything MMA, UFC, Bellator, you name it. I'm your host, Bob Fail. And I'm Brooks. Fail. <laughs> and here we are, our second episode, first episode in the regular format. We got uh, all the rankings out of the way last time out. How you doing, man? Well, just dug it out of the snow like everybody else. Yeah, we were just talking about that on a red box last night. Yeah, snowed in. Got to go through Skype. So yeah, same uh, same thing. Spiel I gave. If you listen to Red Box Report yesterday, sound quality might be slightly worse. We're using the old setup and through Skype. So, but it's a temporary thing. We'll be back in person next time out. Yeah, for sure. So, what'd you think after getting some weeks to sit on our first episode? I was, and you said the Twitter's been kicking off very well. I'm excited about that. I was nervous going into it, but yeah. I think it went well, and I think it'll only get better. Yeah, we're up to like 560 Twitter followers. Ermer's caught up to Redbox report already. It's kind of embarrassing, Crazy. but uh, <laughs> what uh, did awesome. your buddy Jesse listen to the episode or anything? I've, we watched, we listened to a little bit of it. And it was just like, I had just done it. We had just done it. When yeah. I was trying to make him listen to it. We kind of got bored after a half hour or so. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. It's just listening to ourselves talk, but I I knew every, you know, what happened. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's tough to just sit there and listen to it. With him. No doubt. But he liked it so far. And, like, I, we talked about him contributing, and he may even want to sit, on, sit in on, like, an episode or so. Yeah. And give rankings also. Yeah, that sounds good. We might have that to look forward to. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Speaking of Twitter, we got a Twitter Twitter interaction from a not UFC fighter, Invicta fighter, uh, Tanya Evinger. No way. Yeah, she took some uh, exception to our rankings. Oh, really? That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Uh, someone. Uh, I posted on Twitter, let's see, what did I write exactly? I wrote, you know, we just released our first ever rankings, you know, give us any feedback. Yeah. And someone said, so you're only ranking UFC fighters? Come on now, at least one of you gets it, at Tanya Evinger's hands down top 10. And then Tanya Evinger responds to us and this person LOL, it's always funny when they don't know women's MMA. Amateurs. Oh, boy. Called us amateurs. Oh, boy. And then That's cool. Said, That's uh, cool. I thought maybe <laughs> we did have too much UFC fighters in there. Yeah, me too. But, and then she's, you know, we'll get used to it. Yeah. And she said, I'm top five easily and I will be number one. I was That's like, awesome. I responded. I don't know if that means she listened to the podcast and just read the tweet. but Yeah, she definitely just read the tweet probably, maybe looked at the list. Yeah. But I said, I responded, we, yep, yeah, we're definitely amateurs, haha. <laughs> we admit we're ignorant when it comes to non-UFC women's MMA. Looking forward to fixing that. Oh, good. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't want to start no beef already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Makes me want to root for her whenever she's fighting. Yeah. At the same well, time, though. I have to consider that. Like, I didn't put much consideration into my women's rankings. I kind of just went off the names I hear a lot. Yeah. There's a, there's a reason it's mostly UFC fighters. But Tanya Eminger is definitely a badass. She's always been at the top of the league. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I just that's only women's MMA I've really seen is uh, Strike Force back in the day and then now UFC. Yeah. But yeah, I guess is it sad that she's responding to uh, the podcast as one episode's rankings, or is it cool? Yeah, I, I say it's cool. Sad. I no, it's, just, it's probably more of a coincidence, and it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah. And we got a question from Twitter. I also put out when I listed our rankings. I said, you know, if you got any feedback or questions, let us know. We'll we'll uh, address it on the podcast. And someone took us up on that. They're aimed at you on this one. Okay. He said. Uh, he said, Brooks. You have how do you have Anderson Silva in your top ten pound for pound, but he's only number four in his own weight class. I well, that was, that was the first time we did our yeah, rankings, yeah. and I kind of had a little fun with it. And I don't know, just and uh, I mean Anderson Silva, when you look back at it, was the best fighter in the UFC. I mean, he still has a title defense record and all that, and he. Got knocked out foolishly and then broke his leg. And you could call it a fluke, you could call it what it is. It's a good leg check, that's what it was. But um, I just, I don't, I, like I said, I had a little fun with the rankings. The first yeah. Time I think it's just the inconsistency of starting from scratch. Like I said, TJ Dillashaw was my number three, and you just, you said he's knocked out of yours, but I think he won that fight. So what do I do with TJ, TJ Dillashaw if they're my rankings? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of uh, on the fly, learn as we go, find two yeah, things, yeah. figure out how exactly we want to do it. I yeah. mean, yeah, we started from scratch, so there yeah. might be a little bit of inconsistency. Definitely. But and I, I don't know if I would put Anderson Silva in my next top pound for pound best. Yeah, you know, it's a monthly thing. <laughs> Check back next yeah, month. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I don't even, yeah, definitely have to check back on the rankings because I think it might have a lot of changes. I think. Especially well, like Ryan Bader's fighting tomorrow. Yeah, there's some. We've got a lot of big fights. There's some fighters that are in our, our top tens uh, in the next couple of weeks, so. Yeah. Could shake things up a little bit. Yeah, and I think it's only going to improve, especially if Jesse starts getting involved. And yeah, yeah, just more input. Yeah, when they got uh, when it's. But just, I like the questions. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you for the question. I, I love getting the questions. I like uh, the the interactions. So keep yeah, it up. Sure. All right, now let's move on to talking about UFC Fight Night '81. The first, I don't know, was it the first ever championship fight on Fox Sports One? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, unless there's been a woman's, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess it's possible, but definitely a rare occurrence. Yeah, yeah. But it was we, a big car to be one Fox Sports World. Yeah, it was. I think because it was the same time last year that Conor McGregor did big ratings against Dennis Yeah, Siever. in Boston, yeah. So they tried to duplicate that. I'm not sure what the ratings ended up being, but it was a pretty good night of fights. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the rankings were great, at least for the main event. Yeah. Dominic Cruz came back from 15 long, years long of injuries and yeah. took on the reigning champ, TJ Dillashaw, who yeah. currently at the moment is our number four pound-for-pound pound fighter. Yeah, but, like I, yeah, he's up there in my, he's number three on my actual rankings. Yeah, and he was, oh, I already changed mine on here, but I think he was like yeah. six or seven for me. Yeah. Um... And, yeah, he lost the split decision to Dominic Cruz. 
the judges. Which we have a lot to talk about. Oh, I yeah. Think. <laughs> we'll give our own opinions on this as well. Yeah. Um, one judge had it 48-47 for Cruz. Another had 49-46 for Cruz. And someone had it 46-49 for Dillashaw. So it was yeah. a split decision. Very close fight. Um, yeah, I mean, and I even have here from MMADecisions.com who they take from uh, the reporters and uh, other MMA journalists on Twitter to get their opinions. And it was pretty much split right down the middle. 12 people had it for Cruz. 10 people had it for Dillashaw. One person had a draw. And 75% of fans thought Dominic Cruz won the fight. But, I, never, I never even gave a draw. Yeah. We thought. But I'd much better been off with the draw, actually. Yeah, at least then they could have just ran it back. But yeah. uh, what what did you think? What, what How did you score it? Personally, the first time I saw it, I thought TJ won four rounds to one. Live, when I watched it live. Right. And I've watched it probably five times total so far. And now I think TJ won one, four, and five. So three rounds to two. Okay, yeah. Cruz had those takedowns in three and in two and three. So he I think he definitely won those rounds, but there's yeah. no way I don't think T J lost round one and they definitely round I mean nobody doesn't think T J won four and five. Yeah. I, I mean that's the clear consensus, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. I had it forty eight forty seven for Cruz. I had him winning the first three rounds and then that leg kick, well, was it late in round three or early in round four? Seemed to really affect him. Yeah, yeah. And, and after the fight, uh, Cruz said he had like a sore muscle in his heel. Yeah, or something Achilles. Like he said uh, his knee wasn't the problem. Or plantar fasciitis or whatever that, yeah, yeah. that thing is. Yeah, I, um, I definitely had four and five for Dillshaw. I definitely had two and three for Cruz. But when I say definitely, still was like a razor thin round. It's like, they were close rounds, but Cruz had those takedowns in two and three, and that's a, a yeah. You can't look past because Dillashaw had never been taken down. It's and not. He, yeah. him, he didn't hold him down or anything, but he took him down. It was the first person to ever take him down in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, it wasn't one of those fights where oh, so and so definitely won this round, and so and so definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you can see variance. If you do, if you if you look at it from a uh, perspective where you don't score takedowns like that that hard, right? I think you could make an argument for TJ in this round still, but yeah, and I, I think definitely Cruz won two and three. One, I would, I have to give it to TJ, but I would be happy with them drawing around one, two to two, it's draw. Yeah, it comes down to what you, I think round one, because that was, I thought, the closest round. Yeah, for it's sure. The fir- and it's the first round, so you kind of forget about it at the back of your mind. And I've only seen yeah. the fight once, but I just thought that um, Cruz was landing the more cleaner shots and avoiding all the offense. While yeah. Dillashaw definitely probably was hitting him harder. I just yeah. didn't think he was well, really late in the, catching late him. Late in the fight, he was definitely hitting harder. But oh yeah, round one. If you look at it, he was pressed. He was pressing him back, and there didn't not that much. Nothing very decisive happened. But Dillashaw had the center of the octagon, and Cruz was circling. That's octagon control. Yeah, but if I don't know, for me, I don't put as much into that if you're not really doing any damage at all. Yeah. Like, I would say that's like a tie goes to the octagon control for me as far yeah. as that. And that you could look at Nick Diaz versus Carlos Condit in that same, same way. way where, Absolutely. You know what I mean? Condit was circling 
Yeah, and I gave I that to Condit. Diaz so. was the aggressor, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the same kind of thing. Yeah, that's interesting. We can kind of doing this figure out our own judging styles and what we yeah, look yeah. for in a fight. But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much what it comes down to. But I, I thought it was an awesome fight to watch. I enjoyed every second of it. I had no idea who was going to get their hand raised at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, like I said, when I watched it the first time, I thought TJ had it in the bag, no problem. He was the champion. I thought he much controlled the fight, besides his takedowns. And I, like I had no doubt TJ won the fight. And then I started hearing the scores. And I was like, no way, it's a split decision. And then they gave it to Cruz. I was like, what? <laughs> kind of blew my mind. I was like. Yeah, I got a text from you. I wake because I felt I DVR'd it. I woke up and watched it in the morning before I saw any results. But I still see a text. The only thing I knew was you said that's messed up or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I hate this. Yeah, and then later on, you're like, there's no way Cruz won that fight. Yeah, yeah. I was like I said, I was sure she can be the first time I watched it. Yeah, and then I heard the scores. It was like. That's not a split decision. Then they gave it to Cruz. I kind of couldn't believe it. But yeah. I can see how, I guess I can see how. I just don't think either of the judges being qualified judges should have scored it four rounds to one. Either way. I mean, one judge gave it four rounds to one to TJ. Yeah. I like don't, I said. Yeah, I don't see how. I mean, I guess I could see how it could be possible, but I it yeah, seems yeah. crazy. A little like crazy. Like I said, it's that much. And I guess that judge doesn't take takedowns into account like other judges do. Right. Because he can't. Because there's two rounds that Cruz had definitive takedowns. And I think that won the round. And yeah, that because... Didn't see it that way. Everything else was fairly equal otherwise, so... Yeah. But yeah, I uh, regardless of who you thought won, though, it's pretty darn impressive that Dominic Cruz came back from what he... Oh, yeah. He I went mean, through I, and I, looked as good as he did. I don't... I can't really hate on Cruz. I've never really liked him that much. And, like, my thought going into this fight was I rewatched the second Faber, or it might have been the third Faber Cruz fight, the one in the UFC. The third one's coming up in a couple months. Well, well, it was the second one, yeah. Yeah. But Faber dropped Cruz three or four times. And they still gave him that pretty unanimously, yeah. He is so quick, though. Yeah. Cruz. He, I mean, he's quick, but I, he, like, I'm just saying my thought going into the fight was TJ was going to hit him with hard punches and drop him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Faber dropped him a couple times. And Dillashaw. In their last fight. Definitely and I figured Dillashaw would hits harder. Do that. Yeah, I would say Dillashaw hits harder than Faber. Yeah. But, but it didn't go that way. But Cruz is that good. I mean, he's been out. And mm-hmm. He's definitely champion type material. Oh, yeah. But I just thought, I just thought Dillashaw edged him in that fight. As far as rankings go. This I took Dillashaw out of my top ten pound for pound. I put Dominic Cruz at number ten. Okay. Um, and I put actually I dropped Ronda Rousey out of my top ten pound okay, for pound. Okay, I was going to ask you that. And I put Ioana Andrejic at number nine. So that's yeah. how I have it for now. Um, yeah. And it's obviously been. I think late. even with the loss, Ronda Rousey's higher ranked than JJ. Yeah, I could see it. I just I like Ioana, but that's but. <laughs> Like I said, I don't know how far I want to drop TJ because I think he won the fight. But right. Like, in ba- at Bantamweight, I just moved him down I would to probably two. take out, looking back now, I'd probably take Anderson Silva out and put Cruz at eight. Right. Just with that move there. 
Yeah, I almost did Cruz at nine and Dillashaw at ten. Like it's that close. I, yeah. And speaking of that, we should talk about what we think should be next for both of these guys. Um, I'd I like, rematch absolutely. I'd like to see a rematch. I wouldn't be I, too I upset. Of a, I don't want to see anything but a rematch. See, I would be fine with Cruz getting Faber. Just to- my favorite. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, it's Faber like, hasn't done anything. I know, but uh, look, Cruz is coming back from all these injuries. Faber needs I mean, to Faber shut up. Be, would give him a great fight. It's going to be a good fight, but I don't think he deserves it by any means. And I, I don't think he would deserve to fight TJ, even if TJ beats him in the rematch. If TJ beats Cruz in the rematch, I don't think he should fight Faber. How about Faber versus Dillashaw? If Faber gets a good win in that time, then yeah. But what if no? Because Dillashaw might need to bounce back before he gets another title shot. And what they if, might make that fight because that's a money fight. Yeah, they could do that to see who gets Cruz next and have Cruz fight like Rafael Sunsal or or yeah. someone like that that they're pretty sure he's going to win. He got pretty badly hurt. Is he back? I think I feel like he's got to be getting close. I, it was. He's been out he for a while. He had some bad surgery or something. I yeah. what it was. I know he broke something or other. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I'm just happy to have Cruz back. and. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's, I can't really hate on him. It's it was much, a great fight. It's a much needed... I am a good, I'm a pretty big TJ fan, but... I hate TJ. No, nah, I wouldn't say I hate him, but... If you hate TJ, watch him beat Hannah Brown the first time again. That was the... And, uh, see, the... Another thing I wanted to say about this this fight was I'm tiring on Joe Rogan. Yeah, he, he that was kind of getting annoying. Wow, I mean, he's, he keeps going for this kick, and it's he's frustrated. He's frustrated. You don't know what he's yeah, thinking. Yeah, he was not. I mean, I'm just tiring on him. He, just, he picks a fate like in every fight. He picks someone that he's like. And I watch Joe Rogan's podcast like almost religiously, like. When there's a great episode, I'll watch the whole thing, three and a half hours long, whatever it is. Yeah. But, he picks, I mean, even, like, if you look back on, and this is just a point about Joe Rogan, if you look back, he had Ron Arousey and Edmund Tarverian on his podcast, like, a month or two before that, Ron, uh, that Holly Holm fight. And, I mean, he might as well have got down on his knees and just, like, prayed at their feet. He was talking them up so much, and that's when all the this once-in-a-lifetime talk started. What was all that one-in-a-million talk? Well, he said, Ronda <laughs> Rousey is not once in... No, he said, he's, she's not once-in-a-lifetime. She's once in human history. Right, right. And all this talk about how her boxing's perfect, and he was telling Edmund how great of a coach he is, and all this, and what you've done with her is incredible. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then she gets knocked out like she did with Bai Home, And he's, I don't know what she needs to do. Yeah. She needs to find a new coach or something. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> and that it's was just a like, 180. But he, I'm just tiring on yeah. Joe Rogan's commentary. Like, he can sway a crowd on a fight. Oh, for sure. By the way he talks. For sure. You know what I mean? It's almost like you're better off watching on mute. But he gets so focused on one person and will just focus on what they're doing and completely neglect to mention anything that the other person's doing. Yeah, yeah. But um, we should move on to the co-main event. A big surprise, to me anyway, Eddie Alvarez defeated Anthony Pettis by split decision. Yeah. Um, As far as MMADecisions.com. Of course, Anthony Pettis after the fight saying... I need a real fight. 
as soon as possible, blah, blah, blah. I mean, (laughs) real quick, MMADecisions.com, it was very close again. Eight people had it for Alvarez, nine people had it for Pettis, one person had it a draw. I personally, I had it for Alvarez. Yeah, I mean, he grinded the fight out. If Pettis, yeah, I'd love to see him fight, you know, a stand-up, a spaced-out fight as well, but you got to defend what people are, you get your ass off defense, like, there's a blueprint out now to beat him, and everyone's going to do it, I don't care who you are, you got to try, because no one can mess with him in the middle of the cage, so. Yeah, yeah, why would you stand there with him? Yeah, and I I mean, that's MMA. Yeah. It's all about strategy. I had him in my top five favorite fighters in the last episode. I was pretty bummed, but I did score it for Alvarez because, yeah. I mean, he wasn't being super effective with his clinch work and yeah, but attempts. He grinded but... it out, and if you can't push him off and circle out and get your game working, you lost the fight. Yeah, I mean, I thought the first round was pretty close but I gave it slightly to Alvarez I think Pettis definitely won the second round he was able to keep it standing more and yeah. Alvarez for sure won the third round Yeah, but this is a shake in the rankings I would say yeah for sure I, know. I mean Pettis needs to come back and have a big win yeah like a big win He he's desperate for like a showtime highlight reel victory yeah I knocked him all the way down to six in my rankings. and really? Moved Eddie Alvarez up to five. So I put Pettis between Alvarez and Melendez. I still okay. think he's like one of the most talented people in the division, but... Yeah, I mean, without a doubt. And he didn't get schooled by any means, but... Yeah. He's just got him. I don't know what he needs to do, but... Obviously, he's not training hard enough on how to defend against this attack. Yeah, for sure. And Eddie Alvarez, I just don't think this really moved him up all that much. It's not like he went out there and looked like... It's a good win. It's, yeah, it's a good win. It's definitely mm-hmm. a good win, but it's ugly. And the UFC, a win's a win in that kind of sense. Like, he beat Anthony Pettis. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to knock him down by any means. That kind of win. It's very similar to his Gilbert Melendez win. Like, it was yeah. ugly and close, but... He got the yeah. job done, which is kind of weird because in Bellator he was all about just having like amazing fights. Yeah. And now in the UFC he's having well, ugly tough. fights. You got to get wins. When he, he lost to uh, who he lose to Cerrone. Yeah. I mean that I thought he won that fight. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was a good fight, but I had it for Cowboy. But I'm yeah. I'm glad that Eddie Alvarez is is around though. He's oh yeah, for sure. Pretty decent uh, gatekeeper. I don't think he's ever gonna. Be championship caliber. It's got that just tough New Jersey style, like Frankie Edgar. Yeah, like. for sure. Uh, I'd like to see him fight. I don't know who I'd like to see him fight next. I'd like to see him fight Donald Cerrone again, if, depending on what happens to this fight. Hmm. Although he's a welterweight now, but he might come right back down. Yeah, he'll do anything. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there, there's plenty of people in lightweight. Like maybe you can fight Michael Johnson or yeah. Well, or he's got to fight. He's he fight. He's fighting uh, Tony Ferguson. Right? I, I think they got called off. What? Yeah, I think he was originally going to fight Tony Ferguson at UFC. Uh, I guess it's 196 now in March. But yeah. now Tony Ferguson's fighting Khabib Nurmagomedov on UFC on Fox 19. Really? Yeah. So I guess uh, I don't know. Yeah, that. that's awesome. But there's plenty of depth to lightweight for Eddie yeah. Alvarez to go up against. Well, maybe you should fight Tony Ferguson. 
Well, Tony Ferguson's fighting Khabib. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess they could fight Michael Johnson. That's, <laughs> yeah. He's kind of on the downside. I got the perfect fight for Anthony Pettis. Maybe Nate Diaz. That's who I think Pettis should fight next. How amazing okay. would that fight be? That would be awesome. And actually, that was almost the new main event of UFC 196 before they switched it to Fight Night and canceled the main event. What, Nate Diaz and Anthony Pettis? Yeah, that was going to be... Really? Yeah, they were going to make um, that fight, but it, I guess... I think that's yeah, like probably said, I mean, that's probably a fight yeah. they'd want to build up a little bit and not just spring it on you the last second. Yeah, yeah, it's, it needs some selling time. That would be like a great co-main event. Oh, yeah. If Pettis wants to stay in a fight, I'm sure Nate... Dude, John Jones it. was ready to step up. He was like, if it's for the real heavyweight title, I'll fight. Yeah, well, that was impossible. <laughs> they couldn't well, do yeah, it yeah. for anything other than the interim. You can't yeah. strip the guy completely of his belt. But, yeah, I mean, it would have been awesome to watch, though. Yeah. Him versus Stipe? That would have been awesome. Yeah, I think he would have clowned Stipe. I don't know. I don't think so. You would hope he got knocked out, I know. I like, I'm not a John Jones hater by any means. Oh, ever since Baltimore? Yeah. <laughs> Shook his hand when he walked out of the cage with his belt on him. That's the coolest thing that's probably ever happened to me. Well, his hand's probably like three times the size of yours. Especially with a glove on. <laughs> Well, yeah, next up on that card was Travis Brown versus Matt Mitrione. That was an ugly fight. Yeah, uh, that was... Brown wins the by... Eye, the eye pokes bothered me the most. Yeah, I know. Right. TKO third round after he just digs into his eye like 15 times. And... I mean, how do you let that keep... And John Jones does that a lot. He paws with his open fingers. I mean, there's no reason not to. They're not going to take a point. They just yeah. warn you time after time. And I get you might be trying to, like, uh, parry punches and whatever, but, I mean, more times than not, you're just poking a guy in the eye. Yep. And you're not parrying a punch when you're you're just doing your range and you're putting your hand in their yeah, face and you're, you're just, just trying poking to keep them in the, the eye. And, yeah, same with the fence grabs. They'll just let yeah. them do it time after time after time after time. Yeah, that happened recently. Who was that that was grabbed the fence grabs? Dominic Cruz, I think. Yeah, yeah. They warned him three times, and then he said, "If you do it again, I'm taking a point." So he didn't. He didn't do it again. Yeah. It's like you. I feel like you got to start taking points almost immediately. Yeah. Maybe I mean, give one, one more. If you warning guy and he does this again five seconds later, yeah. I would stop the fight and take a point. Yeah, I mean that's the only way you're going to stop it completely. Yeah. I mean, but, you get a warning. I understand the warning, but if he like that instance, like you said, he did, and that was real quick too. Kept telling him to take his fingers out of the cage. Yeah. So yeah. if he does, I mean, one morning and he does it again five seconds later, that you should stop the fight and take a point. I agree. But uh, I was rooting for Mitrion here, even though Travis Brown can be fun to watch. I just feel like he's not living up to his potential, no, man. No, not at he, all. It's... He hasn't been impressive in quite a while. And even if you think about it, the wins he has, it's like Every, lucky it's, He gets rocked. I mean, he, he was getting rocked against Overeem and luckily knocked him out. I mean, there's he threw some body kicks at him. And that fight, I didn't know how he was standing up. Yeah. And he just threw that straight kick, like, fuck, like, four times in a row. And luckily knocked over him out he's got no chin. And against <laughs> yeah. Arlovsky, he was almost knocked out. Yep. <laughs> I, st- I kept him at five after this win. Didn't move him up at all. Like, it wasn't impressive. But yeah. he'll probably, he's probably only a fight or two away from a title fight because it's heavyweight. But yeah, 
Well, I hope Overeem gets a title shot. That'd be cool. See if he can. Who knows what'll happen it's, to heavyweight? Yeah, it's so it's so up in the air. Literally, yeah. uh, Ben Rothwell could get the next title fight. If he, yeah, that's true. You know, it's anyway. Then Barnett team. fighting. That's yeah. a big fight. I'd like to see Travis Brown fight Junior, Junior Dos Santos. Yeah, that'd be a good fight. Because, I mean, if he wants to Dos really... Dos doesn't get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, if he wants to turn it on and really get back on track, like that'd be a big-name victory, and I guess it gives Dos Santos a chance to get right back into it. Yeah. Uh, Mitrion, fight anybody, I don't care. <sighs> It's I'll heavyweight. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could put him. I'd say our Andre Olowski. I'd like to see him fight. Yeah, I'd watch that. Heavy heavyweight is so sloppy, though. That's ridiculous. If a fight They're lasts more so than old. three minutes, it's garbage. Everyone, every almost every big name's old as can be. Yeah. Yep. Steve Miocic at thirty-one is like the youngest guy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I guess we could go qu- quicker through the rest of the car here. Yeah. Francisco Trinaldo defeated Ross Pearson. Unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. I agreed with the decision. I like Pearson a lot, but... Yeah, he's a... Trinaldo was, was bigger and more powerful. Yeah, yeah. Pearson yeah. couldn't get his punches off. Yeah. Even though he was pressuring, but he just wasn't really doing much damage. Yeah. Patrick Cote defeated Ben Saunders by a second round. That was round. a big win. TKO, yeah. That was a big win. I thought... Saunders is a... He's had a 10th planet under, uh, what's his face, Eddie Bravo. Yeah, I thought Saunders was going to win jiu-jitsu. that. But Cote, he looks pretty good. He, yeah, I mean, he... Saunders was trying to do his pull guard and pull his missions, and he just TKO'd him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cote was calling out Nick Diaz for his next fight. I don't know. That'd be a good fight. It would be a good fight, but is that... I don't think Diaz would take it. No, not big enough for him. No. Not big he, enough for me. He's a main event guy at this point. Yeah. He's a mon- million dollars. He's money weight, much like yeah. Uh, Rampage. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's bigger money than Rampage. Oh, yeah. But that's he Rampage. He got half a million dollars for the Anderson Silva fight, so <laughs> don't expect to see him fight for half, less than half a million dollars. Yeah, Rampage is always just talking about how he's money weight. Oh yeah, that's 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 talk. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Ed Herman defeated Tim Birch by second round TKO as well. That was a <laughs> interesting fight. It was fun to watch, even though it was very sloppy and yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's not much to say. How does Tim Birch keep getting work? Yeah, <laughs> he's he moved up in weight too. It was light heavyweight. Yeah, he went back up to light heavyweight. Yeah, and, he got, uh, it wasn't. He was doing good in that fight, and then he just got caught. Yeah, but he's lost like six out of his last eight. <laughs> yeah. and he'll probably still. He fought, I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's fought some good guys though. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Luke Rockhold, he fought in Baltimore. He'll go. He'll go win the Bellator belt after this. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the quality they're working with. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Wade defeated uh, Medin Baghdad by rear naked choke in the first. Pretty impressive. Don't really yeah. have much to say about it, but yeah. Luke Saunders defeated Maximo Blanco first round. Rear naked choke as well. Luke Sanders, man, he looked good. Uh, yeah, he was short notice replacement coming in. Uh, he's normally a bantamweight, fighting at featherweight. Came in, just beat the shit out of him, and then submitted him. I yeah. think he's uh, someone to watch for in bantamweight moving forward. Yeah, yeah, he was the. Uh... 
He's like in, just got in the OC, right? Yeah, yeah, this was his first fight. Yeah. And that's the good thing about Cruz being back, too, is Bantamweight was in desperate need of some some bigger names, or at least a new blood, exciting yeah, fighters. Yeah. So. People to fly up the rankings and fight him. Yeah. Um, Paul Felder defeated Darren Crookshank by rear naked choke in the third yeah. round. Amir. Good win for him. He needed it. Yeah, he did. Uh, I like both those guys. Apparently, it was a good fight. I think it was on Fight Pass, so I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think I saw that, actually. Alir Latifi defeated Sean O'Connell by first round TKO. Oh, he would. Yes, you did. You got me on that one. Uh, I've uh, Charles Rosa defeated Kyle Bochniak by unanimous decision. Rob Font defeated Joey Gomez by first round knockout. And France Moore. I don't know any of those people. Barroso <laughs> defeated Elvis Mutachik by unanimous decision. As far as our picks went, we both <laughs> sucked. We didn't do well, yeah. <laughs> we both went three and five. Yeah. I had I had Cruz. You had TJ. We both had Pettis, who lost. I had Travis Brown, and you had Patrick Cote. Okay. Whereas I had Ben Saunders, and you had Matt Mitrione. Both lost on Pearson. Both won with Paul Felder. Both both lost with Tim Boach, and you had O'Leary Latifi, where I took Sean O'Connell. Yeah. So we're dead heat. As far as I think. Very well, then. Yeah, we both suck. But, uh, yeah, that about did it for UFC Fight Night number 81. Yeah, very good card for Fox Sports. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Especially, even the the prelims had all the, like, finishes, and then the main event had the the better fights. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I guess we can move on to the news now. The big announcement that was, like, right after we finished recording the last episode... Oh, yeah. Was that originally titled UFC 197, now UFC 196, is featuring two title fights. Conor McGregor moving up to lightweight for Rafael Dos Anjos super fight, as well as Holly yeah, Holm. Wow. Holly Holm fighting Misha Tate, not waiting around for Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Well, it, only because they don't think that she's even going to be ready for 200. Yeah. And what, does this... Actually, they know. Is UFC... Now she's saying she wants to fight in November. Is that right? Yeah. Is UFC 200 being pushed back a month, or are they going to slide another pay-per-view in there somewhere to, to do That's, that? It should be July 4th weekend. Huh. Well, that means they got to add a pay-per-view to get there, because they just eliminated one. Oh, wow. I didn't even think that. Maybe they just won't do 196 now. Well, they've retitled the McGregor. Oh, yeah, they retitled Dos Santos and the McGregor 196. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. If Conor McGregor can go up to lightweight and beat Rafael Dos Anjos, he might be the number two. I think that's an easier fight for him than Jose Holden. I don't know, man. Uh, and he's already hyping it up with the shit talk. So calling well, no sh- Dos Anjos no traitor to his people. He's, I mean, who didn't see that coming? He's the best. He's a showman. It's like I said, I hated him when he liked he was like this, but and he was real after he beat Jose Aldo. So I think I still like him. Did, I, did you see how this he's is just a money making game at this point? Oh yeah, you see how he's like talking up Jose Aldo now? Oh yeah, I mean, and he was like I said, he was real after he beat him. <laughs> I he just was love... like, a great champion. Da 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 da. Yeah, 
I love how quick he switched gears to be like, Dusanya, if you're a traitor, you should be more like Jose Otto, who's an no, honorable that's, man. That's his shit talk. That's his point. Yeah. He's a genius with it. He is. He is. I don't know if it's planned or if it's just natural. It comes natural to him, but it works. Yeah, for sure. Um, Holly Holm, Misha Tate. I, I actually think this is a tougher fight for Holly Holm than Ronda Rousey rematch. I think she's going to pick it Just apart. a style matchup. I think she'll definitely win, but... Misha Tate has a different game than Ronda has. Yeah, she pressures on the stand-up. She likes, she likes to put a lot of pressure. And she's not going to... Well, she might. But Holly Holmes going to circle right out just like she did with Ronda Rousey and pick her apart. Yeah. It's a good fight, I mean, though. I mean... It is. It's a great, it'll probably be a really good fight. I don't know if she'll knock her out as easy as she knocked out Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Tate seems pretty tough. She's pretty tough, yeah. She let Ronda, like... Break her arm in half a couple times. Uh, Ronda was hitting her in that fight too. She was all bloodied up. Yeah, and the craziest thing is this card is March fifth. That's not that far away. Like yes. this is an awesome card. About a month away. Yeah. Definitely gonna go out to some bar and watch it. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll take off for it. Yeah, I got a, <laughs> I got a gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings and a gift card to Green Turtle. So, but anyway, one. next fight. <laughs> um. Diego Sanchez and Jim Miller is going to be on there. That's a good fight. Yeah, <laughs> two guys that are over the hill. Well, Jim Miller's a tough guy. Diego Sanchez is... I don't know how he's not punch drunk at this point. <laughs> oh, Maybe he, he is. He's, he's a zombie. He's the walking dead. <laughs> he's a warrior, though. Yeah, he used to be one of my favorite fighters. Now I'm like, please retire. <laughs> yeah. uh, when he fight that, that was... Was that Melendez that he fought? Yeah, that was an awesome fight. In the, yeah. And he just fought Ricardo Lamas and got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Jim Miller just lost to Michael Chiesa. Yeah. He, um, got, he was all bloodied up in that fight. Yeah. And now UFC 196 is on Fox Sports 1 for free, and it's retitled UFC Fight Night 82. Which messes everything up because now the Cerrone car is eighty three and they got to redo everything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a shit show. Like I said, I don't know what they're going to do with UFC two hundred. Yeah, I mean, first Cain Velasquez pulls out with a back injury, then Fabricio Verdum the next day is like, or after they replaced uh, Cain with they Stipe. announced the Stipe fight, and then Verdum was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. I was only going to fight Cain. I'm hurt. I was only going to fight because." Yeah. I wanted to push out, but now I'm pulling out. What do you think about that? Is that a bitch move, or is it smart? I already didn't like for him. <laughs> He's in my number five. But pound it, pound. And I was just reading an article online about how people are comparing this with the John Jones situation. Yeah. Is he a but, sport killer? <laughs> yeah. But the, I mean, the UFC berated John Jones when that happened. They canceled the whole pay per view. They just put this on free TV and relabeled it. They didn't cancel the whole, you know, cancel the whole venue and have to give all the ticket money back. And... Yeah. But I don't know. They must have not called Verdun. They just probably figured Verdun was in, announced the Steep A fight just to replace the main event, keep it a pay per view. Yeah, I mean, without even calling Verdun and saying, "Hey, here, what's up? Here, this is what up." 
Yeah, it's a shame. That would have been a good fight, I think. I think Redeem yeah. would have took Stipe, but... Um, I, I mean, at least it's not as bad as the 151 getting cancelled. Yeah, I mean, I guess, what, they could have... <laughs> They could have done an interim championship with Stipe and someone else, but what, what's the point at, at that point? Yeah, that's just more headaches. Yeah, really. Then you have to have your consolidation. Yeah, and Kane Velasquez is out at that point. Yeah, and Dana just said today that Kane's injury is not going to keep him out long. So he's got back surgery. He's out for four weeks. That's what I saw. Yeah, so I guess they could be at UFC Maybe they're, they're the or squeeze it. They'll use this. As the squeeze in pay per view to make two hundred still happen. July yeah, weekend. that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, that's would be what I would think would happen. Yeah, that's probably right. And let's see. Because I think they have to make up a card to Brazil. Because they canceled the uh, Brazil card because Anderson Silva, Vitor Belfort wouldn't fight Anderson Silva. That's right. So they're probably just squeezing pay per view in down there. Well, they announced the UFC Fight Night in Brazil in May, featuring Vitor Belfort versus Jacare Souza. Oh, did they? Wow. And Damian Maya versus Matt Brown. Two awesome oh, wow. fights. So maybe it won't be there. That's a good card. Yeah. That's a free one on Fox Sports 1. I mean, that's, you can't go wrong with those, those two at the top of the card. Yeah. Love watching Matt Brown fight and Damian Maya. He's sick on the ground. Yeah, I uh, guess he's a, and he's on a tear, dude. Yeah, he looks good. I think he should get a title shot. Really, he's close. He's yeah. definitely close because he's getting older too. You got to give it to him if he can. Yeah, Walter Wade, he's a world beater. Yeah, and Belfort, I love watching him fall back to earth after getting yeah, really. off the roads. Looks like a shrimp. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see and. I don't know if you knew this before, but John Dodson is moving up to 135. I had heard rumblings of that. Bantamweight, and it looks like he might fight Brian Caraway. Mr. Oh, cool. Mr. Misha Tate uh, for his first fight yeah. there. So that weight class is all of a sudden looking pretty solid. Yeah. And UFC on Fox, UFC on Fox 19, I think it's in April, has like five fights announced in the last day or two. Um, Rashad Evans versus Shogun Hua. Michael Chiesa versus Benil Dariush. Betch Kahea. Rashad versus Shogun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Betch versus uh, who? Jessica Andrade. I thought Betch Kahea was fighting uh, Raquel Pennington. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm. That's right. I wrote down the wrong name for some reason, but. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Here, Raquel Pellington. That's a good fight. Yeah, so Tony Ferguson, Khabib Nurmagomedov, and Dan Henderson versus Leota Machida, part two. Yes, sir. I like this. If you're going to have Rashad Evans and Shogun around, have them fight each other. Just the, Yeah, they're not that's gonna, a good fight. That's an awesome fight. They're not going to go for any is. titles or anything. Just just have yeah. a good grudge match, fun name See fight. See if Rashad can bounce back here. It's more like a Bellator style, and it's Shogun needs to bounce back too. He's oh yeah, He's so that's a good fight. Spiraling. It's kind of like him as loser leaves town. Yeah, the loser goes to Bellator to fight. Uh, yeah, right. Ben they Shamrock. won't either. They just have to go to Bellator. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance. Uh, let's see. Did you watch Ronda Rousey on Saturday Night Live? 
I saw clips. I saw her opening monologue. How was it? I didn't watch. I've don't watch Saturday Night Live. I didn't. Yes, I didn't it was alright. I mean, I don't think she's a good actor. <laughs> no, <laughs> from little bits I've seen, I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got some judge rulings. Nick Diaz suspension was reduced to eighteen months as expected. Yeah, yeah that was He's, a given. Eligible to return for July, I think, or August first, and I guess he could be on UFC two hundred one. He's definitely gonna be headlining the pay per view. Yeah. If he doesn't come back and fight after they, I know, and he yeah. even was preaching this. They took my livelihood away, blah blah blah, and he doesn't come back for a fight. <laughs> yeah, he's got to do at least one more. Yeah, well, he's probably gonna want another payday like that. Oh yeah, maybe he'll fight GSP. That would Although be I heard awesome. he's definitely not coming back. Have him fight uh, Robbie Lawler again. Nick Diaz? Yeah. He's the champion. He can't give him a title shot. <laughs> That'd be a good fight, though. I suppose. Um, let's see. The next coaches for Ultimate Fighter. Joanna Yendrychik versus... Yeah, she needs time off. Claudia one. Gaudea. Yeah. Seemed like JJ an obvious needs time off. She just had bad hand surgery. Yeah. That's why they gave it to her. Yeah, I think it's and pretty cool. And the star up. It's interesting that they get two people that are... I mean, I'm sure they could speak English, but it's like... Usually they do... Yeah, like, yeah. I don't American know if Claudia speaks English. I but yeah. either way, I think it's cool. I want to see those guys fight again. They had an awesome first fight. Yeah, a lot of people say Claudia won. Yeah, I, I had it for... For a Joanna champion, but it was close. And I'm glad they're bringing back more women into the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, for sure. For some reason, I... I well, I've, one reason I think is because they need to keep building up those divisions. But I like watching them more than the men because I guess you've seen so 20... So does uh, Tanya Avenger fight in that weight class, yeah? No, she's bantamweight. Uh, yeah, I think she's bantamweight. <laughs> that shows how much we know. Yeah, I right? think she. Well, they have some different weight classes in Victor, yeah. so I just didn't know. Yeah, they got one twenty. I think she might have cut down. Interesting, interesting. Um, what's I the, could be wrong, but what's this shit with uh, Kenny Florian suspended for plagiarism? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. I don't yeah. know if it's just getting blown out of proportion, or yeah, he's seems, just an asshole. Seems pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, I never had a problem with Kenny Florian, but that's kind of shady. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> but I mean, the situation seems a little blown out of proportion. He knows the guy, I guess. I forget the guy's name. It's a boxing reporter. Yeah, um, Wiley, something Wiley. Yeah. Uh, but, and I thought Kenny Florian's explanation sounded pretty straightforward. And it's really, I think, a copy and paste without referencing the author. Yep, that's plagiarism. <laughs> I mean, it's plagiarism, but did he mean to do it for gain, or was it just a mistake? Yeah, I guess that remains to be seen. Yeah. And a judge, judge ruled against the UFC for their Madison Square Garden event in New York for UFC really? 198. Not going to happen. Yeah, well, well, they had to figure that was a chance. They keep saying they're definitely going to get it happen, but... I guess they'll just, just stupid. do it I mean, in Las Vegas. Some of the best jiu-jitsu gyms in the world are in New York. Yeah, it's all politics, you know. Yeah. Stupid. 
why would it be one state in the entire United States that yeah. is against it? Enzo Gracie Academy with like John Donaher and uh, Gary Tonin and uh, Eddie Wolverine. I keep forget, I always forget Eddie's last name. Cummings, Eddie Cummings. Mm-hmm. For all, I mean, that's like the best, one of the best jiu-jitsu gyms in the world. It's in like the heart of New York. Yeah. But MMA is illegal there. And you got Matt Sarah for goodness sake. Yeah, Matt Sarah. <laughs> yeah, just for turn. Uh, I forgot to say Hector Lombard versus Neil Magny is going to be on that Brisbane card in March. With who knows what that's going to be like? Mark Hunt and uh, Frank Mir. That's an interesting fight. Like completely What's different that? styles. Uh, Mark Lom- Hunt or Lombard versus Magny. But I just feel like Lombard could come out flat-footed and look stupid. Yeah, I mean, you got the short, stocky, powerful guy versus the long, yeah. lean, like, point guy. Uh, I like Lombard in that, but I could see it going. I'll take Magny. It's an early pick, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's a date. <laughs> uh, okay, a couple results from some smaller organizations. Invicta had a card a couple weeks ago. Cyborg knocked out Daria... In all in the first round to retain the 145-pound title. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. She's unstoppable. She's a beast. Fighting cans. <laughs> yeah. She needs... I don't know. They either need to bring 145 to the UFC or... Why would they? Look at... one true. There's the, not a lot The show for women at 145 and look at their roster. That's true. Why would you bring it to the UFC? <laughs> They're better off going with 125 or 105. Yeah. But, yeah, Adam Wade wouldn't be bad. That's what, like, Michelle Waterson, she would probably be champ. Yeah. Speaking of... Or 115, sm- whatever it is. What is it? Uh, Adam Wade. is Adam Wade. Yeah, right? that is. So. Uh, speak- Straw weight's 125. So it might be 115. Straw weight's 115. Fly weight... Oh, is it? Fly weight, 125. Oh, I thought straw weight was 125. But speaking of the lower weight classes for the women, there is another title fight on that Invicta card, and Livia Renata Souza uh, defeated Deanna Bennett by first round TKO to retain that title. She's nine and zero. Both of those. I didn't see the fight, but me either. But both of those girls were undefeated going into the fight, and uh, apparently, just I was reading about it. You know, details. Yeah. And Souza just keeps looking better and better. Um, so I moved her up in my rankings to 7th for Strawweight. Okay. I just want to try to get a little more diverse with uh, yeah, who we got in there. Yeah, I still have to redo my rankings. I haven't updated them at all. Uh, let's see. Did you watch World Series of Fighting at all? It was on CBS Sports Network. No, I didn't see that. I watched it. It was hard, though. It was terrible. It was yeah. one of the worst cards I've seen in a long time. No. The main event was Luis Firmino versus Carlos Fodor. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, Firmino won a lightweight affair by decision. He looked pretty good, but I don't I don't know what the you know what that means. There was yeah. a, a light heavyweight fight where uh, Dagestani Shamil Gamzamatov defeated Teddy Holder. <laughs> <laughs> defeated Teddy Holder. By uh, <laughs> knockout, he looked pretty good actually. But I don't. Again, really? I don't know how good Teddy Holder is. Teddy Holder what does just that mean, really? he he knocked out Tiago Silva a couple fights ago. But 
Uh, and Bryce Mitchell won, and Jaleel Willis won. No idea who they are. <laughs> I don't know. Like, World Series of Fighting has some good, decent fighters and some yeah. decent fights, but... I mean, they put some good cards on, but... I guess they kind of have to stack certain Like, they ones. had the welterweight champion, they got kicked out of the sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruce and Mar. Uh, but yeah, hopefully the next... It sucks, because he was a world beater, but he... I mean, just He's an go. animal. <laughs> just let go. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're going to kill somebody. And one FC had a card where Bibiano Fernandez submitted Kevin Bellington to defend the Bantamweight title in a first round by Kimura. Sweet. Uh, apparently, Fernandez is pretty good for the weight class, but he's like 35 years old. One of, the, one of those rare cases where he can keep it up later in his career, so... Alright, that's a lot of news. Alright, so let's move on to our predictions for the next couple of weeks of fights. Uh, we got a Bellator card, which is actually airing right now, but no spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. I don't know who won. Uh, we got UFC on Fox 18 tomorrow night, and UFC Fight Night 82 uh, <laughs> next Saturday. <clears throat> We're going to make our picks for each of these fights, break it down a little bit. Um, just for a reference, when we do these predictions, when it comes to UFC, we'll probably pick most of the fights unless we don't know either people or, you know, there's some fights that are just brand new people you don't know anything about. Uh, Bellator will try to hit all the main cards of those events and World Series of Fighting probably just do like the main event or main event and co-main event. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, let's get started with Bellator 148. Kicking off the card is Patricky Pitbull Friere, the lesser Friere brother, against Ryan Couture, the lesser Couture. <laughs> um, I got Pitbull. You got Pitbull. So do I. But I, th- I could see Couture winning the fight. Yeah, I just... He's got a decent submission game. He's and average at best. True. But Pitbull, this Pitbull is not that great. He's nowhere near yeah. the level yeah, of his true. brother. He's very up and down. Um, I could see him getting caught with something, but I think he'll do enough to win a decision. Uh, next up, we have a heavyweight tilt. Tony Johnson versus Raphael Butler. I've never heard of either of these people, but uh, yeah, looked, at, looked at the <laughs> records... Butler. You take Butler? I like the name, Raphael, my favorite Ninja Turtle. <laughs> but but uh, I went with Johnson just looking at the record. Seemed like he has a little bit of a better pedigree coming in here, but uh, who's to say? Next up, the co-main event, Chris Honeycutt versus Paul Bradley. This is a rematch of a fight they had uh, last year where it was a no contest because of an eye poke or something like that. Yeah, um, I got Honeycutt. I got Honeycutt as well. Just think Paul Bradley's more of a... Just... He's a journeyman. Yeah. He's not all that great. <laughs> Solid, not spectacular. Yeah. And the main event... Yes, main event of a Bellator card is Paul Daly versus <laughs> Andy Urich. At, the fuck that at welterweight. I presume you're taking Andy Urich? Yeah, right. <laughs> Paul Daly. Daily all day. 
And Josh Koscheck was supposed to fight on this card, but he... He should be fighting Paul hurt. Daly. I don't know how they have not made that fight yet. Well, Scott Coker was already talking about how they're aiming for uh, Koscheck versus Daly rematch in the summer. Why didn't you just should do have made it as soon as they place? got in the belt? <laughs> Seriously. They put him on the same... They tried to put him... Was this the card they tried to put him on the same card? Yeah. And they weren't fighting each other? Yep. Okay. I mean, because then, even if Koscheck got hurt, you could probably still get this Andy Urich guy out of nowhere at the last second. Yeah. But, uh, or anybody for that matter. Not like Andy Urich has any name value. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't bolted to the UFC or anything. <laughs> but this is a crazy bad card for Bellator, even for Bellator standards. Yeah, like, I mean, usually they have at least one or two pretty awesome fights. Yeah. But especially for a numbered event. I mean Yeah. I, I guess are all their events. Yeah, they are. They, they are. Uh, they have tent poles, they have dynamite, they have, Right. Well yeah, they have kind of bigger they try to stack certain cards and all that. Um even though it's a lesser card, I'm still recording it and I'll probably watch it as soon as we're done here. <laughs> yeah. Can't get enough. Moving on to UFC on Fox 18 last night. Start with the main event. It's Anthony Rumble Johnson, our fourth-ranked light heavyweight, versus Ryan Bader, Ryan Darth Bader, Bader, excuse me, uh, <laughs> our fifth-ranked light heavyweight. So it's a pretty big fight as far as our rankings go. Yeah, sure. Um, who do you I'm like? Johnson. How do you like him? TKO, round one. I agree. I think he's going to just blow him away within the first minute or two. Yeah. I, I, I do see a way for Bader to win the fight. If he grinds it out. If he can just survive. I mean, he's got some heavy punches, but I don't... pretty sure... Uh, what's his face? Glover knocked uh, Bader out, right? Uh, yes, he did, even though he, Bader Emerson knocked him out a couple times. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I just don't have confidence with... Bader trying to stand there and take yeah. Johnson's punches. And Machida knocked him out cold. So yeah. uh, I think if he can survive the first round somehow, I think he could then win the yeah, next two rounds. Yeah, and grind it out in a way. Yeah, like could, almost like Cormier did. Yeah, he could wrestle him the last two yeah. rounds. Or I guess it's five rounds. So yeah, yeah. He, he, there is a way for him to win, but I just don't see any way he gets out of that first round. No, I agree. And I think Anthony Johnson will get the next title fight after... Uh, after you know, Cormier? After Cormier versus Jones, I think Johnson will be well, lined up. Yeah, I guess Cormier's not the one getting the title shot, Jones. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of consolidation. Because I don't really see any other possibilities because Gustafson already They lost. still haven't announced Jones coming back. It's only a matter of time. Right? I, I figured they would have by now. He said he was fighting in April on his Instagram. Still might. They haven't I mean, announced that, was like that a card. Ago. They'll Too probably much. announce that. Well, I think they announced March card um, about two months. You said he was fighting April twenty fourth. They'll probably they haven't announced anything for that card yet, so they might just announce that in a couple weeks or something. Yeah. You can't give Gustafson a title fight anytime soon. No way. So really, even as good as he looked against Cormier, that's two losses yeah. in a row. Basically, it comes down to whoever wins this fight. That would be giving him another title shot off two losses in a row. He's got to fight somebody. Like, yeah. And someone he's got to fight somebody fairly legit. Like, uh, Glover or Irvin St. Glover or... Somebody. The winner of this Anthony Johnson-Bader fight. Or the loser of this fight. 
Yeah, or that. But they, like I said, they still haven't announced the title fight, so the yeah. winner of this fight could fight uh, Gustafsson on the on that card. Yeah, but they don't they tend to match up winners with winners, losers with losers. I could see Ryan Bader. Yeah, I mean, Gustafson. he could. And I it guess, depends on what they. It depends on what they have going on. He I mean, just he just got knocked Gustav, out. Gustafsson could fight OSP. True. He could fight. You can fight anybody. They can do anything, really. Yeah. Well, you got uh, Johnson already knocked out Gustafson, so I guess either way, win or lose, Ryan Bader could fight Gustafson next. Yeah. Um, That's but, true. He's, he's pretty high up there. Uh, next, the co-main event of this card, Ben Rothwell, our seventh-ranked heavyweight, versus Josh Barnett, who has just missed the cut of the top ten. Yeah. Probably should have been in there, but... Um, who do you like here? I mean, Rothwell's a journeyman. He's been around for a while, so is Barnett. I think Barnett pulls it off with his catch wrestling. Yeah. I, I lo- I'm I, rooting for Rothwell. I'd like to see him win because he's just this fat, bald guy with a beard who <laughs> slugs. He's been around forever. I, ne- I never knew how long he'd been around until like a year or two ago. Oh, yeah. He's fought in like Pride, I think, or, yeah. or at least in that era. Yeah, yeah. And, um... I'd like to see him win. I just think Barnett's going to be able to grind him down. I think he's got him to catch wrestling. He's going to take him down. He's going to submit him. Yeah, I, I have a feeling of that as well. Or beat him, or take him down and ground pound him or something. Barnett made Roy Nelson look like a bitch, even though Roy Nelson's done. But Yeah. I mean, Roy Nelson never had much to him. Yeah, he had a flash in a pan. Although he he's got great jiu-jitsu, but he's just too fat to do it with MMA. They start kneeing him in the stomach and... And he falls in love but, with his stand-up. Well, yeah, but he does have great jiu-jitsu. Yeah, that's true. Believe it or not. Ask Kimbo Slice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not really a whole lot to say. It's a heavyweight fight. Could go either way. Yeah, I, but I think Barnett. Me too. Smish, either submission or ground a pound. I got him by decision, but it could go. It, could, it, it might come to that, yeah. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Yuri Alcantara against Jimmy Rivera at Bantamweight. I was a little surprised that this was on the main card. Yeah. And Tarek Safadine versus Jake I, I, Elmer, I was wasn't. surprised that Northcutt was below this. Yeah, I could see them wanting him to open up the show, but... Yeah. As far as this fight goes... I got Yuri Alcantara. I do as well, but I think it's going to be a good close fight. Like, this isn't a bad fight. It's just the name value that kind of threw me off for it being on the main event. Because Jimmy Rivera is a pretty solid up-and-comer. Alcantara has been... He's been in some pretty good fights. He gave yeah. Faber a tough go. He, yeah, uh, yeah. He's definitely not a bad fighter. Yeah. Uh, I think the UFC would want Jimmy Rivera to win just to have a new name to no, young guy, yeah. throw around. But I think Alcantara will take it. Uh, probably yeah, by agree. decision. Yeah. And, or it could be anything, but... Yeah. Submission, TKO. You mentioned it, and let's talk about it. Sage Northcutt versus originally scheduled to be Andrew Holbrook. Yeah, lightweight, but now it's welterweight. <laughs> now he moved up to welterweight to fight Brian Barbarina, the cl- <laughs> the number three <laughs> welterweight in the world. No, I've never heard of him. I was going to say, what? <laughs> 
originally, I was actually going to take Andrew Holbrook over Sage Northcutt in an upset, okay. but I cannot take... I got Northcutt all I got to take Sage here for <clears throat> for this welterweight clash. He's young, and he's a... I mean, the way they brought him up, he's people don't like him because of how much attention they're giving him, but he's a fucking... He's a good fighter, and he's... He's, he's not refined yet, and... No. He's gonna but he's got a free. very good foundation. He's fighting a lot, and he's probably going to just get better and better. Yeah. Um, the thing now that, that uh, what's his face up at uh, TriStar, he's uh, got a hold of him. Yeah, the guy that trained GSP. Yeah, what's come on? What's his name? Frenchie McFrencherson. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I know who it is. Can't think of the name. Yeah. Gotta move on. <laughs> We have the main event of the prelims, which is a thing. Tarek Safadine versus Jake Ellenberger. That's a good. That's a good main event. It is. I, I thought, got Safadine. I thought that would be on the main card. I have Safadine as well. I just think Ellenberger's really fallen off a cliff. Safadine's had a try start too. Yeah, and he's good, but he's been really injury prone since he came over from yeah. Strikeforce. He's had some bad, tough losses. He's main evented a couple of fight night cards. Yeah, he's one and one in the UFC. He beat the. Um... Safdie's one and one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been a lot of injuries. Um, he his first fight he won a main event in, uh, I think it was Beijing against a Korean fighter. I apologize, I can't think of the guy's name right now. But then he lost yeah. his second fight against someone pretty good. Ellenberger, though, he's just nothing anymore. He used to be this huge heavy hitter with some wrestling. Yeah, I mean, big name, was building up. But... I, th- I think Safadine will just pick him apart for three rounds. Yeah, I agree. Next up, we have Olivier... Frost Sahabi. Frost Sahabi, that's the one. God. Good call. I saw you looking it up, so don't even act like it just popped in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. That was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, next up, we have a lightweight tilt. Olivier Aubin Mercier versus Carlos Diego Ferreira. The battle of the yeah, three-namers. You do. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> it should be a solid fight, though. I mean, they're both guys that can that are pretty solid all around. They got ground games and some stand-up, but... I just think Mercier's a little bit tougher. I yeah. think he's going to control the fight, do what he yeah, wants to do. Fight. Next up at middleweight, Rafael Natal versus Kevin Casey. I got Casey. He's a passport user. He's surprised still on his body. <laughs> he just had a no contest uh, not that long ago. I think it was UFC 195 where he got poked in the eye. I think he's a bitch. Whatever, he got popped for roids. I'm going with half a Natal. Natal's good. He had that knockout over uh, Tim Kemsey, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just have no faith or in no, Kemsey. No, he got Kemsey. knocked out by Kemsey. <laughs> Same thing. But he was, he was eating rocks, Kemsey. Kevin When's Kate? he going to come back and fight? Tim Kemsey? Maybe never. I hope not, because I don't like him. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin, but anyway, Kevin Casey's week. running with um, Spencer Pratt, so mm-hmm. I I have to vote against him. Yeah. Uh, let's Who's Spencer see. Pratt from the Hills, reality no. TV guy. Anyway, 
At flyweight, Dustin Ortiz, our number 10 ranked flyweight in the Red Belt Reports uh, rankings versus Wilson Hayes. I got Ortiz. Me too. I just, he comes out of Rufus Sport. They're not doing too well lately, but I think he doesn't mean they train bad. I mean, they're yeah. all tough guys. He'll do enough to, to get past them. Well, I can't Hayes. wait to see CM Punk. He's out of Rufus Sport, too. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson Hayes is a guy that wants to get the, the fight on the ground. I think Ortiz will be able to keep it standing and, and do most of the damage. Yeah. Next up, George Sullivan versus Alexander Yakolev. <laughs> Throwing you right. for a loop. Yakolev. <laughs> right. uh, I'll take George Sullivan. I just I've seen him fight a couple times. He's a younger guy, I believe, and from what I remember, it's not crystal clear, but I felt like he he looked like a guy with some potential. Yakolev not really doing much for me, so going yeah. with old Georgie. That's a throw in the air. <laughs> yeah, and I think the fight that we're gonna end with here is Alex Caceres, Bruce Leroy, versus. Yeah. Masio Fallen. He's really low on the card for him. Yeah. Harris was like moving himself up. Yeah, he's fun he to watch, man. Too, I'm taking him. I think he's Yeah, that's why it's also. He's he's a fun guy to watch. He's improved a ton since he was on the Ultimate Fighter. And he's got an awesome afro, so what's not to like? Yeah. Alright, let's get on to UFC Fight Night eighty two. Main event. Johnny Hendricks, our number three ranked welterweight, versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Uh, interesting, interesting style matchup here. That's a tough pick. Well, I'll go ahead. Wonderboy. You're taking Thompson in the upset. Yep. Originally scheduled for three rounds, now it's going to be five rounds. Who do you think that favors? Not Johnny Hendricks. No, I think it does. He's. <laughs> You're out of your mind. He can't cut that weight. Oh, he can cut the weight. Oh, come on. Let's see him do it. But he's been through the five-round wars, at least. And looked, like, terrible in the late rounds. <laughs> but at least he's been there. I think he is going to just wrestle him and beat him up he on better. the ground. He, he'll probably get picked apart if he tries to stand with him. But even if he is getting picked apart, I don't think Thompson has the power that's going to knock him out. So... He can survive two, three, four rounds and then just say, screw this, I'm taking you down and, and pounding you out. So I'm taking Hendricks. That's what lost him the decision against Waller. True. Just trying to sit there and grind it out. That's true. I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not the biggest Johnny Hendricks fan. I hate him. I just I have respect for him. I don't like him. Rooting for Wonderboy, but I think Hendricks is going to well, take Wonderboy's him. my pick. That's, that's an interesting, interesting pick. Next up is another heavyweight affair. Speak of the fat ass himself. <laughs> Roy Nelson versus Jared Rochelt. Who you like? I'm going to take Nelson. You're taking Nelson. Yeah. We differ again, my friend. Good. I got Jared Rochelt. I think he's just... Rochelt's on. Ain't no way. He's going to try to stand there with Roy Nelson. You think so? I think he's going to just be the most boring decision where he grinds him and takes right. him down. Might, that's the only way he wins. Yeah, he's a boring-ass fighter, but he's... But, like I said, 
uh, Nelson's got great jiu-jitsu, man. Yeah, he just doesn't want to use it anymore. No, he doesn't. But if he gets taken down, he can against a guy like Jared Rosal. Yeah, I actually would prefer to see Nelson win this fight, but I don't know. He just looks done to me. Like he's just cashing in as much as he can until he gets cut. Well, I don't blame him. He's fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Excuse my language. <laughs> no fat shaming here. <laughs> Uh, next up is a light heavyweight affair. Our number nine ranked light heavyweight, Ovin St. Pru, OSP, versus Raviel, Rafael Jay-Z Calvacante. OSP. I think, yeah. He'll definitely take it. He's just... He's, he's, he's fun. He's trying to try also, yeah. Or is that just me thinking OSP, GSP? Yeah, I didn't think he did, but yeah, I could be wrong. He's, I think he's French-Canadian. I'm not Black sure. Black guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty he, sure he's French Canadian. He went to Texas or Tennessee and played football. They always talk about Maybe that. Maybe he's not then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he he's always fun to watch, even when he loses. He's he's always trying for submissions. He's pretty good on his feet. Uh, Calvacante, I don't know. He's not. It should be a fun he's, fight, but it has been. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a showcase for. OSP to get him back up towards a, a top 10 for oh, Miami, Florida. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Other hemisphere. Uh, next up, we got Joseph Benavides versus Zach. Zach. What do we got? <laughs> Joseph Benavides versus Zach Mikulski. Little, uh, fly away I got Benavides. You gotta go. If you you can't pick against Joe here. He's just clearly... The That's a good fight, though. It's not a given. Yeah, it's interesting. I would be shocked but, if... But, I mean, won. at this point, Benavides is like a gatekeeper in that division. It's funny. He's a gatekeeper as clearly the second best fighter in the division. But, I mean, by he's far. Beat. I mean, he got knocked out by DJ. And what? And he lost the... What's the first time he lost? Clear decision. Yeah, and then got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any... I think he'll eventually earn a third fight against him, but it's going to if take a while. does a hell of a streak, I mean, seven wins or something like that. He doesn't lose to anybody else. He's yeah. clearly the Uriah Faber of that weight. Yeah, race. yeah. And that's um, maybe that's why TJ left. Yeah, and the same shit's happening to him. Bull. <laughs> Uh, I'll take any opportunity I can to talk shit on Alpha <laughs> Even the X. TJ won that fight. I don't care what anybody says. One, four, and five. Yeah, he won four and five. One, four, and five. Yeah, he won. <laughs> we could go all day. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what's next? Next, Josh Berkman versus KJ Nunes. Berkman uh, has good, yet. That's a good fight. I got KJ though. He's <laughs> Josh Berkman. Berkman's tough, but. He's yet KJ. to win, yet to win a UFC fight. Even though he's he's had some tough competition, like yeah, Hector Lombard and yeah, yeah, Dong Dong Kim. Yeah, I took Berkman here. I just I got Nunes. I think Nunes is a guy that. Uh, I mean, he's been around for a long time. He, I don't think he's got it. Berkman has been around for a while too. True. He took a long break. World Series of Fighting champion. Yeah. You got that going for 
Uh, yeah, that's a pretty solid fight. Yeah. Heavyweight. I like that our picks differ here. Yeah, much more on this We'll change card. our counts. We'll change the uh, count up real quick. Unless we split right down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up is a heavyweight slugfest. Derek, L- Derek Lewis versus Damian Grabowski. <laughs> that's anybody's <laughs> guess. Derek I'll Lewis. go with Grabowski. I got Derek Lewis. <laughs> um, he's a guy that if he hits, you, if he hits you, are you are you okay? Don't <laughs> worry. If he hits you, you're fucked. But uh, I've never, I don't know who Grabowski is at all. So uh, next up is the welterweight fight: Mike Powell versus Sean Spencer. Mike Powell all day. Sean Spencer all day. Hi. Uh, have, have you ever seen Spencer fight? The name sounds familiar, but I know Bile. Yeah, Mullet. Mullet, <laughs> Mullet Mohawk. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Mike Bile's a tough dude, man. He is. I just got to think, eventually he's going to be too old for this shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think like, he trains with Matt Brown. I could be wrong. Sounds right. Um, Sean Spencer, I think, is a pretty solid fighter, though. Um... I just think he's going to do enough. So, I don't really know enough about him to get into specifics, but yeah. I'm taking him. Next up is your boy, Artem Lobov from The Ultimate Fighter. That's my boy. <laughs> yep, your favorite guy uh, against Alex White. Who do you got? Alex White. Uh, I guess I got an Artem Lobov. I'm going with Alex White. There's no way he's going to come out and look as flat as he did in that finale. He looked like he never fought before in his life. Ryan Hall is a great jiu-jitsu guy, but how do you let him do that to you? Just yeah. climb on your back and not slam him down on his, on his face for all I care. Do something, dude. Straight up. Yeah, I got Alex White. He's he's a pretty solid Ryan Hall is a f- great jiu-jitsu dude. He's out of 50-50 gym or whatever they call it. Oh, yeah. yeah he, that was fun to watch. <laughs> Just... Stick to him like glue. But, like, I just don't know if any of those jiu-jitsu stars are going to be able to make it in the UFC that long. Like, you could do that to Artem Letov. Yeah. But I don't know how often you'll be able to pull it off. You can't pull guard and, like, try to do your jiu-jitsu. Eventually, somebody's going to be able to stall your guard and pound your face in. Just ask Ben Saunders. Yeah. (laughs) Next up, we got a flyweight. Fight Ray Borg versus Justin Scoggins. <laughs> I guess I got Justin Scoggins. Scoggins. Whatever. Uh, he's. I got him as well. Both of these guys are actually uh, like some young prospects in the division. Scoggins, pretty highly touted. But he 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 keeps making stupid mistakes. He got caught in a guillotine with, against John Moraga, and then I think he John Moraga's a good fighter. Yeah, and then he lost to Dustin Ortiz, I think. Well, that's, that's not round. bad losses. But yeah, I think he's a guy that is still has a room to grow and make a name for himself. So yeah, yeah. Well, they would have cut him to oh and two. They're they're, well, they're not bad losses. He's got some wins in there. John as well. Moraga and Dustin Ortiz are two good fighters. Yeah, for sure. Here's another one you're going to toss your hands in the air over. Uh, 
Noad Lahat versus Diego Rivas. Diego Rivas. <laughs> I'm going with Lahat, so. Alright. <laughs> no analysis whatsoever. <laughs> and now, the most important fight of the card. Okay. To see who gets to get the honor of fighting Phil CM Punk Brooks. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the, uh, it's, looking for a fight guy. Yeah, it's Mickey Gall versus... Yeah, yeah. versus He's 1-0. Versus Mike Jackson, who's... Oh, cool. oh, who, I'm going to vote for Gall. Me too. I want to see him fight CM Punk. Me too. But this guy, Jackson, is O for O in his... Well, Mickey Gall has some kickboxing experience. Bless Adam Bless Adam Listen... Mike Jackson is zero and zero in his professional career and zero and one in his amateur career. Oh, cool! And he's a UFC fighter. Well, that's because he's fighting Mickey Gall. Is one and now. I know. And Mickey Gall has to win for this press to work out. I hope Mike Jackson wins, <laughs> but I think Mickey Gall will win. He's. I mean, He's got some gall to call Like I said, Mickey Gall has kickboxing experience if you watch that episode of uh, Looking for a Fight, whatever the hell they call it. But he's got a couple, I guess, amateur kickboxing fights. Yeah, he'll probably destroy win. this guy. And I think he'll destroy CM Punk. He's young and he's strong. CM Punk, this is some... <laughs> it's a joke. I just want to get this over with. This podcast? The money grab. No, the CM Punk fight. <laughs> I know. You you stepped on my joke because of Skype. I oh. said, he's got some gall challenging CM Punk. God. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it worth it? All right. I'm getting loopy. Been up late for the past few nights. <laughs> I'm getting tired. That about does it for episode number two. That All was, right. That was fun, man. Uh, I thought hopefully it was better than the first one. I didn't think there was anything wrong with the first one. I don't think there's anything wrong with this one. But I will be happy to get back to doing this in person. Well, we better have a thousand followers by the next episode. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot to aim for. But, but uh, yeah, like I said, I'm definitely looking forward to doing this in person again in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, me too. We're going to go over the results from Bellator 148, UFC on Fox 18, and UFC Fight Night 82 as well as preview Bellator 149, World Series of Fighting 28, Ultimate Fight Night 83, Bellator 150, and Ultimate Fight Fight Night 84, as well as go over any news. We'll have new rankings, yeah. Oh, yeah, and we will have our new rankings, and we'll just highlight any, you know, major changes or whatnot. Yeah, we're totally redoing the rankings. Yeah, and we'll post that, hopefully, the weekend or the week after the fight card next weekend well I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did yeah and if you want to follow us on twitter it's at red belt report you can email us at the red belt report at yahoo nope at gmail.com um, send us some more questions we'll answer them next episode yeah absolutely any questions whatsoever we will address on the next episode and subscribe to us on itunes through the red box report feed and you can go to the redboxreport.com to find all of our episodes and our rankings as well as the movie podcast that I do over there. And hey guys, thanks for listening. It means yes. a lot.
Yeah, it really does. So uh, stay tuned for next time, and we'll we'll see you later. Hold on. I want to come up with a, a sign-off that has something to do with the fight. What is uh what's his what's the announcer? It's time that should not Bruce be Buffer. the close off. Bruce Buffer? Yeah. That should be the intro, not the not the exit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll we'll see you later. We'll we'll try to come up with something by the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Alright, peace.